0: Stands. It was look, the I calmest, already know smoothest. Well, her jean skirt on, she wouldn't even like jean skirt. She'd just be like, ooh. her Holy Ghost dance is the same dance you do when she be on roller skates. That's all you need to know. It's all the same. <laughs> one arm in the air, one arm in the air. We all know it with a little yes. bit of bounce, with a little bit of bounce, and your hand slightly down because you're like, yes, I got it. And then you might be just yes. rolling because I know exactly what you are talking yeah, about. about Good morning. Good afternoon, everyone. Wherever you are calling in from the world, as my grandmother would say, God woke you up in your right mind and you was able to join this call today. So for that, we are going to give praise, Morgan. We started today's call, day two of Black History Bootcamp, with I've Got the Victory by Ricky Dillard. Um, so that song hopefully got everyone into the spirit of what is getting ready to happen. For those who do not know who I am, I am your girl, Vanessa Garrison. I am calling live and direct from Washington, D.C., where I am currently taking a walk with my BFF, Morgan. Tell them where you calling in from, Morgan. I'm in the streets of Accra, Ghana, rolling out in West Africa, representing this side of the globe. woo woo And the reason that Morgan is out in the streets in West Africa while she's also recording this podcast and the reason that I am in Washington, D.C. in the middle of the park doing a praise dance is because this is a walking podcast. And Girl Trek, which is the largest movement in the country for black women and girls, is rallying. We wanted to get 200,000 folks to join us for this next 21 day journey. I think we're almost there. We had a killer Amazing weekend of organizing, organ After we did the Thursday and Friday calls, y'all, y'all got in one look, day ten thousand women in 10, one day ten thousand women. Joined. <laughs> y'all 10, women joined. Yes, you y'all are showing, showing out. That oh, is I have an idea, organizing Vanessa. Organizing. Though, yes, the people who are showing out, like I feel like I don't have good visibility to it. So make sure you're using the hashtag, hashtag Black History Bootcamp, so we can see your stories see your testimonies and we can share them because your words will inspire other people. And shout out to Lily, who's been doing our social media. But if, if you're feeling something we said on this call or the, the song or whatever, do a video right after your walk and post it for and, and reflection, because that will really help people. And if you do that, yes. then we're going to be sharing some on our Facebook page and on our Instagram page and on Twitter. Yes. And don't be shy, y'all just get into the sunlight. Let the sun hit your face, talk from the heart. This is not a production. This is the type of social media that our people need, the kind that doesn't have no filter, that's a little bit unedited, that is just us real than talking. So feel no pressure at all around the production. Just let God move from inside of your heart and speak to your tongue and so that we can get 10,000 more women on this call by the end of this week. I really think we can. I really, really do. And Morgan, the reason why I'm so excited about the grassroots organizing that happened this weekend, because one, you know, you and I, as much as we love social media, as much as we love all of the digital strategies and things that are happening behind the scenes to raise Girl Trek, we mostly believe in women to women organizing each other because that is where the healing is. So I love that. And especially because on day two of Black History Boot Camp, the spiritual warrior that we are talking about, Corey Bush, could literally give a masterclass on organizing. And so I love this because I want to tell her story quickly, because this story is going to give every single woman, every single man, every single girl, boy who is listening, hope around how you yourself, regardless of what season you are in in life, I'm talking about, I don't care how impossible it might seem for you to go from A to B. I am telling you that the story of Cory Bush should remind all of us that the valleys that we are in are mere testing grounds. They are places where we are supposed to learn, get our strength, get our understanding. But we have to be tenacious, Morgan, tenacious around our faith and our beliefs so that we can continue to move up and toward and through the pain and to where God wants us. And that is why I was so happy about Corey Bush and the prayer today, which was God give me the tenacity of Corey Bush so that I can keep course till victory is won. I had to look <laughs> it up, right? He was, like, because he was like, God, give me the today. <laughs> right, like how do I keep pushing when the folks, two times he lost, Morgan. I'm saying two yes, times yes, she went up first, yes. two times, 2016, yes. and 2018. And yet she came back. So like, what is that? What is that? This is a woman who, who was sleeping in her car, a woman who didn't have, who doesn't, I think, even still to this day, have medical insurance. We're going to get into that in a moment. And she's running for Congress. A woman who has survived sexual abuse and domestic violence, all sorts of situations that I know women on this phone are in where you are thinking that maybe God is through with you or maybe you have reached your final destination. But Corey Bush and me and Morgan, and everybody, we are here to let you know it ain't over. And victory is yours, right? So that's what today's call is about. <laughs> look, it ain't i gonna over say until right y'all it's over. <laughs> look, we don't want karaoke, y'all. We and look, keep fighting until your victory, <laughs> the victory is uh no, hey, come on with some harmony, come on with some harmony. <laughs> I try to come with the um, harmony. I came with the low notes, I came with the low notes for you to support, <laughs> to support. That's all I'm saying. Vanessa, I'm yes. going to tell you something. I was reading this book. I, listen, could you please read that book I'll be sending you? This is not spam. Please read that book. I'm reading this book called Boundaries, y'all. It's so good. I uh, learned I, I got issues that. today. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I need learned to I got it. issues today. I learned I think I got abandonment issues from my daddy. <laughs> I, know this is, I know this is ignorant and it's the middle of the call, but for real, Vanessa. I learned that I have a hard time saying no because I don't actually think that... Abundance is going to come into my life. And that's a little bit related to this call. And I was like, why am I not saying no, particularly to men? Um, not, in a, not in some kind of salacious way, but just like advocating for what I need in a relationship. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, and I traced it back. I was reading to that book and they were saying, you learn these patterns from the psychological scars of your childhood and sometimes abandonment issues. And I was like, because Eddie James left. I'm like, this is actually sad. Morgan, like, Morgan, here's the crazy part. I'm going to keep on this not...
1: relationship, though. I'm saying. No, I'm you gonna, need to. I am you looking for to. some
0: blueprints to keep on because I'll be feeling like giving up, like, okay, listen, God, I'm bad at myself. I'm happy by myself. I don't need this, you know. I'll need mm-hmm. new bay, I'll need it, And that's ignorant. That's what I'm saying. I like want to open up because actually that's where the devil works is when you be in loneliness and when you be isolated and you act two or three gathered is God. You understand what I mean? So you need, to, that's where God shows up. So I can't be all lonely and isolated. I got to open myself up. And wait, wait. Isolated. You mean when you I be mean, daydreaming? When you be daydreaming yeah. about how you used to have Saturday all to yourself, you just be laying on the couch. <laughs> Maybe you were rolled out to your girlfriend. <laughs> Maybe you have a Mamosa floor. Maybe you, look, we all there. Okay? Yeah, we all these relationships and we like god god i know i said i wanted a relationship but dang dog on. <laughs> And I'm saying that for real, for real, because there's people actually out there who want a relationship and don't have one right now, especially in COVID. And I'm in a relationship and like, a oh, fool, I'm trying to sabotage it at every turn. I mean, every turn I'm trying to sabotage it. I'm trying to protect myself, put on some extra weight. Like I'm trying to like put some, put some beef and buffer around this because it's scary being open and vulnerable. It's scary, it's scary it's asking scary. people Look. to love you for who you are. It's scary showing up exactly how you are and asking people to love you. I mean, I took my full out yesterday, or two days ago, and I had an interview with AARP today. It was a real big interview. Cheryl Dorsey, all these people, like these important people. You know, Jay to be looking all cute. Jay to get on to produce it, right? And then there's like ten right. producers on there. I come on there, but then I you know, in my little Afro, it's just gonna be good enough for y'all because it's good enough for me, <laughs> and it looks cute, and it's oil. It does up look good. And it does look cute. It I'm does. And saying. Like sometimes, it took me a long time to get to a place where I could actually show up as my actual self to men, to friends, to coworkers. And so I'm excited when I, even when I saw Corey Bush's picture i was like that's somebody i know yeah you know what i mean that's right somebody i that's know that's what i love about yes. her yes i actually yes. did not so let's her do it. story fully i'm not from missouri well first i gotta say something about the daddy thing in a minute so we are gonna have to get to that a second but hold on I, was, I saw her picture as well and i was like like everything about her over the last couple of months and i'm not in missouri so it's not like i'm related to local politics, and actually this would be the part of the call to let y'all know. I even called our external affairs person last night, Girl Checkers, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And we actually do not endorse any candidates. And so this actually, today's lesson is not about Cory Bush, the candidate. It's about Cory Bush, the black woman who showed up in a moment of crisis for her community, who every single day walked it out, who said, no, I have better solutions than the folks who are representing us. And who said, what is the pathway, God? Can you put me from here to there? So we're gonna learn her path. Way. But before that, I literally feel like, can you get out of my head, friend? Please get out of my head. Because hilariously,
2: I was putting oh, some cocoa
0: butter. I was putting on some cocoa butter before we got on this call, right? And I was putting on the good cocoa butter from the big yellow tub. And you know, it be maybe not you smell the delicious. good cocoa butter. It no, is. not it be maybe you cocoa smell delicious. It was even a white
1: <laughs> cheese.
0: No, no, no. This I got from this fancy drugstore in New York City, but kinda not oh, the God. clean, not the clean sugar one, not or whatever they call it. don't know, but the other one. It's some good cocoa butter. It's the kind that make you smell like warm and delicious, like black women smell like baked bread and banana pudding, like all together at one. And so as I was putting on, and you know, smelling no good will make a black woman change her mind on life, right? All of a sudden we was out down for the count. We put on that cocoa butter and we like, shoot, what you got for me, world? So I was putting on the cocoa butter and literally I was looking in the mirror and I don't know why I got triggered. And I had a flashback, but I was like, remember when your daddy said he's going to come pick you up? And he didn't.
1: And all I can do.
0: <laughs> I don't know why that thought came into my head and you were telling this story about Eddie Gang. But literally, as I was getting cocoa buttered up, I was like, remember when he said he was gonna come and he didn't come. <laughs> like so I fully understand. No, this can is a how whole... it plays out. No, I'm I'm for real. This this is gonna help somebody. This is how it plays out. So I was tired on Saturday, Vanessa, from a hard week preparing for this boot camp and doing all kinds of stuff. So I wake up in the morning, I ask Jerry, I'm like, you want? let's watch a movie. I'm going to just let people, hold on, Morgan, this is important. And I don't even want you to rest. I'm going to let folks know you need to settle in. This is the healing. It's all coming together. The tenacity, <laughs> Corey Bush's story, it's the walk-in. I'm um, into this. I knew no. this because my own relationship be be struggling a lot. The poor girl, limping one leg right. in front of the other with right. all my all. issues. So, that's, that's, away. The no, away. that's the thing, showing up at yourself. So I was like, you know, let's watch a movie. And he was like, he had planned his Saturday. He only get one day off. He's a police officer. Don't judge him. He in Africa, and he's like, he get one day off. He had planned his stuff. Now, granted, all the stuff he was doing was fixing my car. Okay, so like, but that didn't matter because I wanted him to watch the movie because I needed some emotional support because I was tired from the week. Okay, so that was one fight. He left. He didn't even entertain me. He was like, I got. Plenty but what, what, movie go. well, what, what movie you want to watch? What movie you want to watch? It don't matter. It don't matter. Okay. He left. Right, and you know. I don't like people to say no to me. <laughs> I was just like, that's why. So I called my friend Patrick, and Patrick came over, and we sat up at the patio. So Jerry come home, and he like, he looking like what? So he went to go play basketball. So, okay, cool. So the next day, he go to work because he had to work on Sunday. Then he come home, and he got a basketball game. And he promised he was going to spend time on Sunday night. It, Vanessa, I might have told him to leave. <laughs> I He was that bad. Because Vanessa, I don't know. God, get a hold of her tongue. God, get a hold of her (laughs) tongue right now. (laughs) I apologize, but I already told my daddy, I never ask people for anything, and I never like to be vulnerable, and I really needed some emotional lifting. I really needed some support, and he had his own agenda, and he's looking at me like, lift yourself up. You have everything you need. Rest. And I'm like, so busy body, I don't plan the rest day. You understand what I mean? And like, so today and I realized it's because I actually don't like being vulnerable to people and I don't like showing them my weariness and I don't like showing them my human, my human side and I was like there's so many of us like that and here I almost kicked this good man out the house. I literally was like well in the morning <laughs> just do up. Because I was just like, I don't like being exposed like that. And I know it sounds ignorant in retrospect, but it actually is going to be some daddy issues when you're just like, I don't want to be left. I don't want to be hurt, I don't want to be harshly judged. So I'm just going to will myself, clench down, and like just muscle my way through life. And I'm saying not no more. And I'm going to tell you why, Morgan. I'm going to tell you why, because on the flip side of that, and this is true. And this is honoring all of the women who, just like me, walked away from relationships that don't serve them. So, this is not a suggestion to stay in a relationship that does not serve you. But on the flip side, that instinct that, oh, I could just be alone, that's also some black women's stuff, right? That's some, oh, I could just do this by myself. Like, life was good. And that, no, yeah. And that instinct that says, oh, we can just do it alone, it's like we could, but why? Why do we have to? We don't no, want to. life
1: is better right? when
0: you got people, like, friends, family, people that count is on, you love. Yep. Like, but when better. people don't come through for you, the defense mechanism is actually more than just a bad behavior. It is survival to say actually that no, really, Smitty never showed up when he said he was going to send me that money to get my car. My car actually got repossessed. I'm telling y'all. And then I didn't have no car at all of college because my dad didn't come through for me ever one time in my whole damn life. So I'm saying, no, but the survival mechanism was, let me and get a job, to let me that. figure this out. Yes, and tell Eddie James to send me my red bike from Christmas because he said he bought it. And I said, i there with it. But now, oh, I don't know. It. That's all I'm saying. Give me my red Lord. bike. Whoa, so it's whoa, hard whoa, to trust. I, in that book, they were saying that um, that hope is a function of memory. And I was like, that's powerful. That hope is rooted in memory. And I actually do yeah. have hope because y'all don't know the God I serve because for everything that went wrong in my life, so many things yeah, went right. So many, so many things happened. conspired for me to be right here. And that's why I can have hope. But if you think about people whose memories have been constant disappointment, constant sadness, that's why you need a support group, and that's why you're here today. Because I'm here to tell you to keep walking forward. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter how hard the heartache is right now. It doesn't matter how how much in pain you are, how sad you are, how lonely you are. Because you've got us. We're here. We're here. We're going to be here together for the next 21 days. So it's okay. Walk forward. Walk forward. Create a new memory today. Today of us walking forward. So let's go. I'm sorry to yeah. derail the conversation, but I was. No, I you didn't derail the friend. conversation, Morgan. Thank you for that. And even a, another reminder to women that even if every other thing up into this moment has signaled disappointment, that part of the faith of this prayer trek is to believe that in the next moment things can and will be different. Not just starting now, but going forward and henceforth. And so. It's scary to let down your guard and to believe and to have faith. It's scary. I know how that feels when you have had to take care of yourself your whole life, right? It's scary. So I'm just offering for women that even if everything said, even if all the facts say don't trust, just trust in this next moment, because Morgan, that's where I think that miracles are going to happen in that space. And trust so the ground you. under your feet. Trust the ground yeah. under your feet. That's it's, This moment is solid right here, right now, this moment. Snap into it right now is solid. And then the next moment is solid. And I was thinking something we were talking yesterday. I was like, you remember Pema Chodron said that reality is the blue sky and everything else are clouds passing, that what's real yes. is the sky. Everything else is just clouds passing. So identify with the sky. It's actually a Native American proverb. Identify with the sky, not with the passing clouds. So find yes. your source. And with and that morgan. Real. With that spirit and with this energy in the air and with what I know women feel in their bellies and their bones right now as they're healing this conversation, with every memory that might be hurtful or traumatic that is coming up for you, for every hope or dream that you're thinking maybe I will hold on to, I'm actually going to offer and lead us into prayer right now. And this part of the call, we're going to have Rosalind Morris. She is literally one of the most fired up, most Faithful, most dedicated prayer warriors in the Girl Trek community. She lives in Birmingham, Alabama. If you were down with us when Girl Trek commemorated the 50th anniversary of Selman, then you have heard Rosalind pray. Um, and she's going to offer the prayer today, Morgan, for us. And I, I want to offer right now, before we even get into the story of Corey Bush, because this is where I think we need to insert the healing um, before we talk about it. So let's have Rosalind's prayer right now. And then we're going to tell the story of Corey Bush, and we're going to have our walking meditation, and we're going to send people off on their day. So let's um, allow the prayer to come in and guide us.
2: Hello, Gertrude. This is Rosalind Morris, and I'm excited to join you in Black History Boot Camp. Let us pray. Dear God, in the name of thy son, Jesus Christ, we thank you for our life, our health, and our strength. We thank you, Lord, for This Girl Trek movement, we thank you for this call on today. We thank you for our fearless leaders, Vanessa and Morgan. And God, we thank you for each and every woman that is in this movement and the women that shall come. God, we just say thank you, thank you, thank you. Because God, you've been so good to us. In spite of what we're facing, in spite of what we have lost, you have still been good. And the good outweighs the bad. Now, Father, I come and I speak peace to my sister on today. My sister, that has a troubled mind, Lord, we know that you're able to go in lord we you're able to regulate our mind, God, and give us stability of the mind in the name of Jesus God. I pray for those that are that are taking medication, Lord, for their minds, God, I pray that you will bless them, Lord, to even be able to put that medicine down, God, I pray that you bless even those God that have lost loved ones God that just seem to be just so down and out and I, I understand losses. I know what it is to lose. But God, even in the midst of our pain, God, you're still able to regulate our mind and give us peace in the midst of it to let us know that a brighter day is coming because your words say weeping may endure for a night, but joy coming in the morning. God, I speak peace to those in the midst of confusion, in their homes and on their jobs, Lord, and in their families, Lord, where there is no peace, where there's disunity. God, I speak peace in the name of Jesus, that there will unity will come, that you will heal relationships, God, and God unity will come in the midst of division we speak peace in every situation god father i pray on today that you will bless my sisters lord to know that they have been fearfully and wonderfully made and we've been made with purpose and god i pray that you bless them to rise up and pick up the word which is the sword god and lord that they will find peace in your word because you said in your word that thou would keep him in perfect peace, whose mind has stayed upon him because he trusted in thee. And God, we can find everything that we need in you, Lord. And even as we get out and walk on today, Lord, Father, we just begin to ask you to just come in and clear our mind, lift the fog and give peace and give joy, Lord. Because when we begin to think of your goodness and all that you've done for us, God, Lord, that we're able to get some joy, Lord. In God, I ask that you bless us, God. And whatever we're going through, Lord, to give us the serenity to accept the things that we cannot change and give us the courage to change the things that we can. And, God, we ask that you just bless us with peace and wrap us in your peace. And, God, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Mm -mm -mm. Pray for the relationship. You heard that? You heard i, look, that. It's done. I it's heard done. that Morgan. it's done it's, it's done. done and it's, look it's done i already got my african dress ready just give me the date i'm gonna be there because you know it's done just, <laughs> you already know i'm instagramming you i got this under control we're about to plan a party okay y'all let's get into this story morgan tenacity is actually not mentioned in the bible by the way it's something I learned as I was doing the research. And today we are praying for tenacity. The word tenacity is not mentioned in the Bible, but endurance and steadfastness and all of the things that imply tenacity are mentioned. And I was doing some reading, from an author that I was reading was talking about spiritual tenacity. And they said that tenacity is more than endurance. It is endurance combined with absolute certainty that what we are looking for is going to come about. It is more than just hanging on. It is to believe and to work deliberately with the certainty that God is going to work it out or bring something about. That is tenacity. And that is the tenacity that I have witnessed in the story of Corey Bush. So I want to tell every single person about her who does not know about her so that you can be inspired. Morgan, I don't know how much you know about her. Her story didn't start with the murder of Michael Brown, but this story that we're getting ready to tell started with the murder of Michael Brown in Ferguson. He was 18 years old. You all know the story. He was shot and killed on August 9th, 2014 by Ferguson police officer Darren Wilson. Morgan, this August marked six years since that murder. And it was this August that a Black prosecutor In St. Louis, whose last name is Bell, chose not to put charges against the officer. So even if in our in our memories and minds, this feels like this happened a long time ago. And unfortunately, in the six years since Mike Brown has been murdered, the names of the people who now roll up our tongues are so many that his family still to this day has not received justice. So we need justice for Breonna Taylor. We need justice still for Mike Brown. We need justice for all of the, for George Floyd. We need justice for all of the black folks. The question is, Morgan, how are we going to get the justice? And I'm going to tell you this beautiful story. Right after Mike Brown was killed, we all sat and watched the Ferguson uprising begin. In the midst of the people who were there on the street, and I'm talking about in the dark, in the night, no food, no glamour, no, no protest signs, no selfies to be taken so they could show up. Just there on the street doing the work was a, a nurse and an ordained pastor. Some people called her Pastor Corey. Some people called her mom. She would arrive at the protest often Morgan in her scrubs having just worked a shift. She walked so much in the days leading after uh, Mike Brown was uh, murdered that she said her brand new pair of Nike high tops end up being worn out. The protest, by the way, became violent and violent. And I need to emphasize this because when we're talking about defund the police. Cori Bush was like, OK, so we have money for tear gas. We got money for tasers. We got money to control all these things, but we don't have the money to invest in the prevention and the things that we need. So while they were out there, Morgan, protesting, there was tear gas, There were armored vehicles. And the police became to be really, really aggressive. And Bush herself was assaulted there on the ground. And she said she wasn't able to breathe, and she knew other people weren't able to breathe. People around her were laying hurt and in pain. And she said it was terrifying and even to this day her body when she thinks about it tears come to her eyes and she says I don't even understand for sure how it came to be that her body was lifted up into the air by the same cops who have been called upon to protect people and that her body was hit Morgan um, several times and moments later she hit the ground and felt the still boots of the officer's boot on her face she believed she would die. That is a black woman who showed up for Mike Brown after a nurse shift at the hospital to say that that we don't want this no more. And this is how the police showed up. And this is what they did to her. And by the way, Cory Bush is only 44 years old. So she's our exact age. So I want you to think six years ago, she's just a 38 year old woman, a nurse, a single mom of two children trying to make a way who decided she's going to show up. And she put her life on the line. And this is what the police did to her. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so powerful that this is the second nurse in a row that we've been honoring. Shout out to the nurses and the caretakers and all of the women who are in any industry that requires love and care for them to show up every day. I just really appreciate yes. you all. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do too. So Morgan, she said that the fury of having to ask how did this happen to her and how could she be out here protesting and the police um, be doing this to her, it motivated her to actually do something and to start running for office. Following Michael Brown's death, she spent almost 400 days, Morgan, campaigning on the streets of Ferguson. But we saw in the email that I sent out today, she launched two unsuccessful bids two unsuccessful bids. And it's like, who is this woman? We're talking about, she, she was from St. Louis, Morgan. She went to nursing school there in Missouri. She's an activist. She's an ordained pastor. She's a registered nurse. Oh, you know what she was a part of that you would actually love? She's part of the King Center. And she's one of the nonviolent 365 ambassadors at the King Center. For the, those of you who do not know, Morgan used to work at the King Center. And Morgan, so post this uprising in Ferguson, Cori Bush is now hitting the streets, 400 days of campaigning. I was like, okay, well, who is she campaigning against? What is the platform? I actually wanted to understand and learn. And it's powerful because we're all getting ready to head to the polls in November, right? And we're all looking around at our local representation and, or you should be looking around at your local representation and you should be asking, in this moment, in this moment, how are they showing up for you? And I feel like, how are they showing up for you uncompromisingly. So important to know that the man who she actually unseated, by the way, in the primary, Morgan, this is powerful. His name was William Lacey. And his father, William Lacey Clay Sr. was an icon of the civil rights movement in the city and a founding member of the Congressional Black Caucus. Actually, sorry, he was William Clay Jr. He was a founding member. So he's an icon. So I'm saying this is a Black man. But she said, and this is where we have to say to all of our elected leaders, okay, black folks, you got into office, you got elected. How are you actually showing up in terms of policy and Corey Bush said, and how are you showing up when we out in the street every single day for Mike Brown and you are nowhere to be seen? And in fact, the laws that you have passed are not supporting us. So she was like civil rights icon or not, congressional black caucus or not, I got better ideas for my people. That is powerful, Morgan. Because often I really believe that about the women in our community and the men in our community, especially the young amongst us, we have really good ideas. They are progressive ideas. They are bold ideas. And yet there is this established movement that either through not wanting to lose their own power, either through fear because this is the way things have always been done, either through let's take a little bit on the table because and never mind that we actually have the whole table. Yeah. Yes. You know, even just reputation, we each guard our reputation so fiercely, like it's what's real and it's not. Like we got to put ourselves out there. So yeah, even reputation. And even I was thinking, you remember like there were lots of women who were calling and saying, I really want my church to participate in this 21 days of prayer, but I have to ask my pastor. And we were like, no, 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 you could just walk. And the people, and that's no disrespect to any chain of command, no pastors, no whatever. Please don't tell the pastor. I think my pastor might be on here. Sorry, pastor. But I'm saying. This is life or death, and so when you feel like you actually have a calling on your life, then sometimes saying no is not an option. Yeah, no, it is not an option. It is not an option. And Morgan, when you were just saying, when sometimes you, the reason why I love this story so much is because the sometimes you is the unexpected people who folks have counted out. Cory Bush, first of all, who had COVID and has battled COVID, and she's recovered from COVID. Who one of her platforms right now is. Look, we all need Medicare for all, like never mind all these conversations about a little bit of this and a little bit of that, like Medicare for all is one of her platforms. And this is important because she actually became ill while she was pregnant with her second child in 2001. And she had to quit her job. She was working at a preschool at the time. Then her and her husband, they actually were evicted from their homework. And this is so many black folks are right here on this edge. She got sick. While she was in childbirth, she had to quit her job. But then her and her husband were evicted from their rental home. With their newborn and their 14-year-old son, they had to live out of their Ford Explorer. She was homeless, Morgan. She was homeless. And this was in 2001. So I'm actually saying this to say that even her ideas that she has around how her community can improve are coming from her lived experience experience. And in fact, she did not let that lived experience disqualify her from running for office. And even more powerfully, she actually has underlined that in fact, and she said this quote that I'm not going to say it all the way because I don't have my notes right in front of me. But she was like, when I finally walk into Congress, because y'all, she defeated Clay. And she is on the verge this November of becoming the first black woman elected to Congress from the state of Missouri. And she said, I've never even been inside of the Capitol. She said, and I'm actually glad because the first time I walk inside of the Capitol, I wanted to be as a Congresswoman and I want them to know that this is the people's house. And she was like, and I may not be coming with a law degree or some of this other stuff like these folks have. I'm walking up in there with my nursing degree. She was like, but what I know about organizing and activism can't none of them touch me. And that level of bravado, that level of confidence that says that, no, what I am bringing to the uh, table. Shirley Chisholm, (laughs) I can't wait. Yes. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? The level of understanding that you have to have to say that, no, my lived experience is as powerful as in four years that you sat up in whatever school, learning whatever stuff, because I learned how to move up out of this Ford explorer that I was living in, the, and to defeat the civil rights icon, like, come through, Corey Bush, come through. I was just watching this video on Instagram of Shirley Chisholm, and she said when she first came in, she went and sat at the lunch table, there was an empty <laughs> And then these men, I think they were from Texas, they came over and they was like, excuse me, ma'am, this is the Texas table. And she was like, well, I'm sitting here now from Brooklyn. So she was like, they're going table over there. And she said, it was a standoff. And she was like, you don't know these streets, okay? You don't know these streets, okay? (laughs) Like, you don't want to do this right here now. I was just like, I love these so Shirley Chisholm, okay? We need more of that in the U.S. government. Some common sense, like, go sit up there and stop playing. I do, too. I do. We do. We need more. And we need more people who can be bold and courageous with their platforms. There's a documentary that everyone should watch. It's called Knock Down the House. It actually talks a lot about Cory Bush. It talks about AOC, Alexandria, Ocasio. Cortez. I am literally learning to pronounce her name correctly, I believe. <laughs> it talks about like that kind of progressive movement in this country around politics. And I was trying to like understand, okay, well, what is the platform? And it's so basic and so necessary that I can't even believe it's controversial. But they're asking for some basic stuff. Medicare for all, 15-hour minimum wage, universal basic income, a dismantling of police departments and the way that they police our communities and a reform of the criminal justice system. It's like when people are like, oh, these folks, these left folks, are too progressive. I'm like, you mean that they're asking for the basic human rights that their people deserve? Literally, not even actually for the most. Never mind, like the most of what people actually have. We're just saying, can we even level the playing field around the basic stuff we should have? That's not even progressive, Morgan. It isn't. And we have got to start as a Black people in particular. I think actually challenging the belief systems of our elective officials and pushing them more towards right come on and it's hashtag right. reparations that's all i'm saying we, that ain't even progressive decolonization and representation decolonization yeah, and oh. reparations if we want to talk about it right if we want to talk about how we actually going to do some stuff that would be progressive mm. no but let's i totally agree yeah, what, yeah. What, what's good let's, so she defeated clay and morgan In 2018, she actually fell short by just 20 points. And this is what I'm saying. This is the thing we better all learn. When we get ready to turn on the song, and we're going to turn it on in a minute, and we're going to have a walking meditation, the song is going to be Draw Me Close by Marvin Winans. Morgan, we all need to ask ourselves, like, where in my life did I think I was defeated? But God is like, no, I'll give it one more chance. Because it's Cory Bush in 2016 when she was defeated. I'm just saying, like, they were like, nope. She came back in 2018, lost by 20 points, and still got in the game again this summer. And she got in the game smarter. She started, they knocked on, like, 25,000 doors. She recruited 2000 volunteers, they made half a million phone calls, just person to person to person is the way she decided to build this campaign. So her campaign wasn't dead in 2018 when she lost. And I really believe that we better have the tenacity in our own lives to identify the areas that what that we believe in. 'Cause you know she has a fire in her belly around Ferguson and St. Louis, right? So she clearly was like, Nah and we have that with Girl Trek. I can't tell y'all how many times we've been down for the count. I don't I can't even tell y'all how many times I was down, been for, down the for the count on Saturday. I was down for the count on Saturday. I came back, that's tenacity. It's tenacity. It's, but it's the but, tenacity that I talked about at the beginning, Morgan. It's the certainty of knowing actually that God's promises are true, which is different than endurance. I want to underline that because we can become exhausted, yeah. right? Endurance is to yeah. keep on pushing, to keep on pushing. But the next level of that pushing is I'm pushing because I know that the promises are true. They're, and in fact, every other thing tenacity. that I told myself was a lie. That's tenacity, spiritual tenacity. Spiritual tenacity is we who believe in freedoms cannot rest. That's yes. it because we know yes. that there is a certainty that we're gonna get there because so much has happened for us to get there. But I have a question for you though. Yes. What? This is a good question. What have you given up on that you still have a fire in your belly about that I as your friend can hold you accountable to doing? Oh, I wanna be an actress. Y'all, look. Oh I bet, don't know. Bet. If... <laughs> no, bet. you no. are so crazy. It's so crazy. Let me tell you this. This morning, when I saw your video on Instagram, where you was like, "Come and just be a part of black history bootcamp with us. I literally rolled over a bed and I said, Vanessa is the best method actress I've ever seen. I was like, she'd be getting in the role. Like, listen, y'all, I believe this. And it'd be, you'd be crying and it'd be real. I'm not suggesting you ain't real. Cause you're a method actress. You get in it and you be, you yeah. show up better than anybody I know, Vanessa. I, on the other hand, am a terrible actress, so I gotta <laughs> do it right. while I'm hyped. You're right, You're so right. Actress, so I gotta, Look, be, and I, I a video, and I got to like, shoot. I gotta think on it, I gotta get it in the moment. I gotta, well, no, I'm like, no, I don't care okay. if I become an extra on days of our lives. Nope. like, you because, don't like I don't care if if Spike Lee just give me like one talking role oh and new Boo Morgan I'm trying to convince him to be an actor too so we could be like Ruby Dee and Ozzy Davis right can't you just oh see it oh my god go, perfect. What? it's perfect What not it, it be perfect. good wouldn't it be it's good perfect. so anyway I perfect. have kind of given up on acting I haven't given up on it but God had another caller for me, it's called Girl Check. Every single day I get to talk to y'all, perform, do all sorts of amazing stuff. But I'm pretty sure that at 43 years old it ain't over for me and there's still a possibility. No, the no. question is for you then, what do you what have you given up on? This is what you need to know. Every world leader has been a Capricorn. Martin Luther King, Michelle Obama, Mao Zedong, Jesus Christ was a Capricorn. That's what you need to know. I'm trying to take over this whole joint. That's all you need to know. I'm going to take over this whole joint. You're and I'm the first lady uh, are you becoming the president of Ghana? Maybe. Maybe I'm going to be the first African American president of Ghana. Right. But mostly, because I want to be like Bishop Tutu. I, I want to be, no, I want to be like liberation theologist, reparation, doing truth and reconciliation. I want to do human rights. I want to get clean drinking water mm. for all the women and girls get of the Nova world. Like, mm. I might be at the United Nations. That's all I'm saying. And I didn't gave up on that dream. Remember I used to work at the UN? Yes. <laughs> it was an internship. It was an internship. <laughs> Listen, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. That's my dream. That's my passion. So, all right, I'm going to hold you to yours. You hold me to mine. Now, what you all out there? I that. Tweet it to us. Yes. Tweet it to us. Yes, yes. Tweet us your passions, Instagram them, hashtag Black History Bootcamp. We have, I think it's a five-minute song, which we're going to close out on. My recommendation would be that you try to take this full five minutes and actually walk in a walking meditation. Let the words cover you. Let them seep into you. Let the dreams and hopes and aspirations that you have had from long ago bubble back to the surface. Ask yourself, what things did you think were dead that can become alive? Ask God for the spiritual tenacity that Cory Bush had. Let's all ask that whatever we do, it be in service, in service in some sort of way of another sister, another community of our world of Black folks, because I do believe in that, and I know you do too, Morgan. So, Let's close out. I can't wait for tomorrow. This whole series has just been giving me life. I have really been trying with earnestness to approach it with a lightheartedness and a ease. It's not necessarily working, but I'm getting there. And I can feel the prayers of every single woman, Morgan, and I know you can too.
1: Draw me close to you. Never let me go. I let No one else can take your place. Not when I wanna feel the warmth of embrace. Help me, help me find my way. Say it with me, say I see you. And I want you to work in me. Some of you need to close your eyes right now, talk to the Lord, and tell I see you work. And I want you to work in me. Say it. Say it. And I want you to do the same. to the and earth and earth me, have your you you way, have your way in me because